This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. Thank you, Brent Musburger. We love you, and uh, we love that we are part of the Vegas Sports and Information Network. Want to thank, uh, again, if, uh, this is hour two of the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, today is finally Friday. It's football Friday, September the 8th in the year of the Lord, 2023. This is episode 925, hour two of the Brian Hanks show. If you missed the first hour, you missed a really good hour. Baby watch 2023 going on for Paul Whittington and uh, his beautiful bride, Samantha. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about the NASCAR points race. We went old school, talked a little Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt and just had a really good time uh, talking about that. Really appreciate Forrest Dawson uh, jumping in and uh, helping, sending me some facts. Also, talking about sen- uh, fixing some facts, uh, my bad on LCC Volleyball. Yes, they lost last night. However, they will not be at home tomorrow. They're going to be on the road even though their schedule says they're going to be at home uh, tomorrow. They are going to be on the road tomorrow for uh for their match so you will not get to hear ricky whaley's voice calling out the uh the game tomorrow the volleyball match so uh on the road tomorrow they are four and three right now and i do apologize for passing along that bad information that was uh up on their uh njcaa site okay uh it is football friday as you know and uh tonight we are going to be at uh south lenore high school as we're going to watch uh, the Blue Devils play for the 52nd time in their history. Uh, the South Lenore Blue Devils will be taking on the Wildcats of Richlands, uh, one of those uh, just traditional rivalries that uh, has gone on uh, almost every year since 1965. But joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is the head football coach, the athletics director at South Lenore High School. It's uh, Will Harrell. Again, joining us here on the Spence Automotive guest line. How are you doing this morning, coach? Well, Brian, I actually just left Moss Hill Elementary. I took a bunch of and helped these kids get out of carpools. So, you know, all, all the young people excited to see us, all the former teachers come out and check us out. So, we've been rolling first thing this morning, man. We've really been enjoying it. So. Well, very good. Well, I got to tell you, I am so excited. We have not had a chance to see you guys yet this year, and uh, we get to see it. Uh, on the beautiful field there at uh, Deep Run and get to take on a rival that – uh, you know, we had Coach Jimmy Smith on yesterday, and he was uh, just sharing some of his thoughts in the rivalry that, again, dates all the way back to 1965 when Coach Smith was a quarterback at uh, at South North High School and taking on those Wildcats. And it's just – it has been, through the years, uh, a very good rivalry. It's been one that uh, Richlands has won 33-18 to 18 over the years. But uh, a game last year, and that's where I want to go – that was just so close last year. And you guys came so close to taking down the Wildcats last year in Richlands. What are your memories of that 27-21 loss last year, Coach? Uh, you know, and, you know, just that one score game, and we had our opportunities. I think we were in the red zone about three times and just, you know, didn't get the job done. And, I mean, it was a very hard-fought ball game on both sides. I mean, they, they, they played very well. We played, you know, very hard. And, uh, it's intense, man. I mean, it was almost like take the gloves off. You can expect anything. And, uh, I mean, one thing about it is going to be a good crowd on both sides tonight. So, I mean, it should be a, uh, a very good, a very good ball game for us. But, you know, I mean, looking back at last year, 
Uh, I think we slowed down a little bit of inside run. I mean, they kind of got us on the outside. Then we stopped that, and they come back inside. It was kind of like a really good chess match. And uh, I think it was – I think it maybe might have scored late in the first quarter, and we had the ball in the red zone, I think, twice the first quarter. And I think we missed a field goal, and and I just didn't punch it in. And, you know, we, we forced plenty of turnovers. I mean, defense played well the first half, and they made some adjustments at halftime and didn't turn it over the second half. So, I mean, it was just overall really good ball game. This is your third year at South North, but your second year in this rivalry. You know, of course, when you think about South Lenore, you think, obviously, the North Lenore game, that's always big. Kinston's a, a pretty big game. East Duplin is a, a pretty big game. But where does Richlands, in your opinion, again, with you now, this isn't your first year. You, you This isn't your first rodeo. You're you're in your third season now there uh, in deep run. Where where does Richlands fit into that uh, pantheon of uh, rivalry games for the Blue Devils? You know, I mean, being 20 minutes down the road, I mean, it's, it's just about like going to North and North Kent. I mean, we're real close. You know, a lot of our kids know their kids and vice versa. And, uh, you know, Coach Burr's done a good job down there. And, uh, yeah, it's it's right up there. I mean, you know, any, anytime you play somebody close like that, you know, you, you're expecting a good crowd. It brought you home or away. That was a good crowd at the JV game last night. And, uh, I mean, it's just it's, – it's right up there in my opinion. I mean, it's, it's right there. Uh, I mean, just being close and – uh, being familiar with their program and then with us. And I've talked to Coach Bird quite a bit since, uh, you know, the season got over last year. And, uh, you know, we we were doing the contracts to renew uh, the play week four. And I mean, he was actually one of the first people I got in contact with. So, uh, you know, again, just being that close and being so familiar, man, it's, it's right up there with North Carolina and being that close. That is awesome. Again, that voice list is Will Harrell, third-year head football coach at South Lenore High School, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, I, I do I want to uh, dive a little bit more into uh, this series again, uh, a, a series that uh, if, if folks, if they didn't get a chance to hear uh, Coach Smith yesterday, you could hear the passion in his voice, Coach. I don't know. I know you're busy at this time of the morning usually. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to him, but, I mean, this means a lot to him. It means a lot to the community, too. Does that add any pressure going into tonight's game, Coach? Well, I did get, you know, I did get about 10 minutes yesterday, and I always enjoy hearing Coach Smith talk. And, you know, he, and he lives right through the woods from me. Actually, <laughs> I run a house from my brother Andy. So, I always enjoy hearing him talk. And, uh, you know, I saw him before the game last week. We talked a little bit. And, uh, you know, it, pressure, no, but, you know, just – just you know, hearing and my dad's a you know retired football coach and everything. Just hearing those older coaches talk about you know the old games and you know big plays and and the wins and the losses and what it really means for the community. I mean, to me that's special. I mean that's that's just you know somebody. You know I love hearing old stories and uh, you know just to hear the passion he's got about it. To hear the the people in the community talk about. I've heard, you know, several people this week talking about coaches rich lands. You know, when I played, you know, this was the score and this is what happened. So, you know, it is special. And, you know, I enjoy hearing all those stories. And I know a lot of people are coming out. I know we got a class reunion coming tonight too. So, um, you know, it's, it should be should be a great test for us. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to see some folks that, you know, couldn't come last week that's coming out. And, 
Um, you know, it should be it should be a good ball game. It really should be. I tell you and what, I'm looking I- Oh, we, we can't wait to – oh, I know, Coach, and I can tell you, we can't wait to call it here on 960betonthebull.com. Myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, uh, I think Jason Bryant's going to be out there. Now, I don't know if you've heard this. Paul's not going to be able to be out there tonight. He's on Baby Watch 2023. He's got a child coming. Uh, they're going to induce Sunday morning if uh, the baby's not here yet. But uh, So he's got to stay up in Garner and, and, and be around his uh, wife who is ready to get that baby out of her, okay? Hey, look, I've been there. My first child was born in October, right in the middle of the football season. So, Paul, hey, just, just good luck, brother. If everything goes well for you, bud. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Uh, but like I said, uh, we will be there. I got to tell you, a little statistical anomaly here that, you know, you know me, Coach Harrell. I love statistics and looking back at history. And South Norris beat Richlands a couple of times uh, in the past few years. They won in 2014 and 2016. However, both those times, we're in Richlands. The last time that South Lenore beat uh, Richlands in deep run was 2006. So how special would that be to uh, for the first time in 17 years to uh, to get that win against the Wildcats, Coach? And now you're dating me. I, I know in 2006 I was playing uh, <laughs> football at Chowan University, so it's definitely been a while. I mean, that, that would be great for us. You know, I'm all about. You know, trying to eat the streaks when we can start new streaks. I mean, that would be huge for us tonight, especially uh, as young as we are. That would be something that would really give us a lot of momentum going into conference. That is awesome. I tell you what, do you mind if we uh, switch your uh, your hat from your football hat to uh, your athletics director hat? <laughs> That's fine. I wear plenty of hats around school now, Brian. Believe me, I know you do, Coach. I know you do. One of the things we've not really had a chance to talk about, and I would love to give a couple of minutes to here, is uh, you hired a new basketball coach, uh, Paul Novicki. And I got to tell you, I don't think I've not seen it really reported out there. I uh, would love to give you an opportunity to talk about it a little bit. You guys have a new basketball coach, a boys' basketball coach at South Lenora High School. Uh, just, uh, introduce us to him. Tell us a little bit about him and, uh, just talk a little bit about the change there, coach. Uh, well, Paul is, Paul's moved into baseball and he's still my assistant AD and, you know, Paul played at Mount Olive and pitched and got, you know, a national championship ring. Now all of us can say that, but, uh, we hired, uh, Thomas Earp that was actually, uh, in deep run about 11, 10, 11 years ago, you know, coached under, uh, Jeremy Barnett, uh, when we interviewed him, when we could hear the passion in his voice, talking about wanting to bring back, uh, you know, the off-season workouts, bring back the youth camps through the summer. And he's uh, actually done uh, a little bit of stuff with the kids. And I think we had some open gym yesterday. I mean, the kids are really excited about it. And, uh, I mean, he's got he's a high-energy guy. I mean, when I told the guys that we hired somebody that's bigger than me, they were like, Coach, there's no way. And when they finally saw him, they were like, Coach, you won't lie, man. He's like 6'4". Like, yeah, he's jacked, man. He looks like a daggone defensive end out there. So, uh, I mean, we're really excited to have him on board. Uh, I know he's excited going from uh, teaching math to PE. I know the first couple of days uh, of the workday stuff, he's like, man, I'm so used to having to do this and that and math meetings, and now I'm in PE. I said, well, congratulations, Coach. Now we get to get uh, the uh, – concession stand stock and we get to do physicals and paperwork and stuff so uh he's enjoyed the transition we definitely enjoy having him uh i think he's going to be really good for the kids and that was one of the big things that uh, all of us he really checked that box for us in the interview but that was one thing i really wanted and in, uh, in the basketball coach and he's going to be great for the community i mean he, he knows a lot of people that's you know in the community from being here previously and uh 
and he's he's really energetic, as I said before. And you know, we we sit there, and I say, you know, coach, I'm a retired basketball coach. I coached many moons ago, but I mean, we'll <laughs> we'll talk scheme. We'll talk about you know the players we have coming back. We talked about the kids coming up from JV, uh, the kids coming from Woodington. So I mean, he's he's definitely got us going in the right direction. I know a lot of kids are excited. I know a lot of people uh, at the uh, I'm definitely not the varsity game, but the JB5 football games have come up to me and talked about they really like him and uh, what he's talking, what his vision are for our program. So we're uh, we're really excited to have him, and we're really excited uh, to see what he can do once basketball starts. And we do have uh, – he brought us uh, – we are going to be in a Christmas tournament in Lakewood this year, and uh, Zach Pierce is going to have us a girls' basketball tournament here at South and North. So we're really excited to see those changes and – really see what the future holds for us and in fact you sort of alluded to it a little bit there coach he's not the only uh hire that you've made uh in the last what uh i guess the last uh the, the past few months too in uh some of your premier sports coach yes i have got uh zach pierce is taking over for uh coach Moore that you know is happily retired now so i mean he's, he still runs the clock for me on friday night so you'll see him tonight <laughs> but uh uh, Zach's doing uh, a great job with us and uh, helping out with soccer right now. He, he uh, communicates with me just about daily. Um, and I know the, uh, a lot of girls are excited that he's going to move up from, you know, the JV coach, assistant varsity to the head coach. And uh, we've had some – we've had several people reach out from the, uh, you know, previous players that want to coach with, uh, with Zach. And, uh, you know, that, that's just a testament to him of what he's meant to the program. And, uh, you know, it's – I've always thought in coaching when you got former players that want to come back to help, you know, that's that's a testament to you as a coach. And, you know, especially being in a small community like us, that's a real tight group. So um, I, I think he's going to do a really good job for us as well. There you go. Uh, well, I tell you what, let's uh, circle back as we wrap up our time here with Coach Will Harrell. And I tell you what, before we do that, though, let me thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. UNC Lenore Healthcare uh, has a medical staff of more than 100 physicians and offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back into it with Will Harrell. Now, we talked a lot of history about Richland's coach and, uh, you know, the historical perspectives. Let's talk about this year's team, Coach. Uh, what is the impression? You've had a chance to see them, including that uh, big win over Southwest Oslo, 14-13 to 13 a couple of weeks ago. Tell, uh, introduce us a little bit. Uh, what will we be calling uh, on the radio night about Richland's? You know, that, that – uh... Southwest win, you know, that's two in a row for them over them, I think, like you said yesterday, but I think it was the exact same score as it was last year. Yep. So, uh, I mean, that was a big win for them. And, you know, uh, they played East Duke last week, so we got to see a little, you know, a few conference teams to see what they can do against that. But uh, they have uh, they have several key players back. Uh, their quarterback is dangerous. That's the best way I can put it. He can run it. He can throw it. I mean, he's a really good athlete. 
Uh, they have two really good backs that, you know, really run hard, and they have some really tall receivers. I'm, you know, I'm kind of jealous at times when I watch them on films when they can just throw it up that six four and six five guy that I had the last two years that uh, I don't have right now. But um, they are uh, they have two pretty good defensive linemen. They uh, they flow to the ball very well defensively, and they run that shotgun triple option, and he can pull that thing and just shoot it deep at any time. So I mean they're they're, I mean, they are, and to use that word again, they're dangerous. I mean, it could be they can grind, they can grind it out, they can pound it, and then they can go over the top. So, uh, I mean, they are, to me, a very good football team. I mean, I know right now I think they're, I think they're one and two right now, but you know, last week with East Dupe on a couple turnovers uh, go their way versus you know, I think they uh, they dropped a kickoff and you know they had a couple fumbles and early and. East Dupin was able to pull away and capitalize on those mistakes. But, I mean, they're, they're an impressive football team. They really are. And that quarterback reminds me of a couple of them I've had in the past that, you know, we can drop back to pass and he can take off and, and make him, make you pay for, uh, you know, running off man or whatever. And if he gets in space, we definitely got to make sure we can get him down. Well, very good. Well, I tell you what, Coach Will Harrell, uh, South Lenora High School, it's our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. So excited. Uh, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, myself, calling that game live. I got to tell you, Coach, after, uh, what, 21 years of climbing that press box, uh, South Lenora, I, I, and I'm as excited as anything of going up in the in the newly revised press box tonight, Coach. Oh, yes. I'll I tell you, I checked it out yesterday. I got the uh... – Mini split air conditioning units on Sydney right now, so I mean it's it's a lot better than it was. Uh, we took the uh, stairs out, and you know the you know the county helped us out with some funds for it. And our booster club and athletic department last year uh, has done a lot of work. We took the uh, we called them the deer stands down on each side of it and across the field just for safety reasons. And we built a had a KCI come in and renovate it for us, and we built some decks out both sides on the top level and got new side and redone the whole interior. So it's definitely a major upgrade, and, you know, the biggest thing for it was safety. And, and you'll see tonight, I mean, it's, it's so much better. We actually have windows and doors in it now instead of having a plyboard that, you know, we have problems with moisture getting in and stuff. So um, all in all, I mean, that was a major upgrade for us, and I mean, I told uh, when we first brought it up, everybody's asking, "Well, coach, what do you think?" I said, well, "Guys, this is going to sound bad, but I'm not going to use it." They said, "What do you mean?" I said, "I'm going to be <laughs> on the field on Friday night. I'm not going to be in the press box." I said, "But we do need to, you know, make it safer for our folks going up top, for you know, for the visiting team, filming and everything, and you know, just we uh, the big thing too was with those deer stands. We didn't want you know kids getting in it." And, uh, you know, something happened and we've had some, you know, through all the storms we've had, we've had the roof blow off of them a couple of times. So we, uh, it's definitely a major upgrade. I mean, you guys are really going to enjoy it tonight. Well, I can't wait. I can absolutely tell you that. Can't wait to see the blue devils coach. I've been high on you guys all year and really looking forward to, uh, getting to see you, uh, beat the wildcats tonight. Coach, uh, Will Harrell. Uh, South Lenora High School, thank you so much for joining us. So we'll talk to you a little bit later today for the pregame show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning, sir. Appreciate it, bud. See you tonight. We'll see you tonight. That's Will Harrell. We're going to get uh, Matt Beeman up here on the line with us from Arundel Parrot Academy. His Patriots are going to be taking on Liberty Christian tonight. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, I tell you what, let me thank uh, – let's thank uh, – 
why not thank a Rendell Parrot Academy? They are the one of our day one sponsors. They're the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region that located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kenston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Snow Hill, Newburn, Wilson, Goldsboro, Maysville, Trenton, did I say Trenton already? Jacksonville. Uh, listen, uh, APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Uh, give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road right here in the beautiful city of Kenson. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive Guest Line is a head football coach of those Parrot Academy Patriots, uh, it's our good friend, Matt Beeman, by the way, I, I don't know if we, we've done this. Uh, what, what number of appearance do you think this is for you today here, coach? Yeah, Brian. I said, uh, yeah, about, uh, no, all together. How many times do you think you've come on the, the Brian Hanks show now, coach? Oh man, man. Uh, I would think, what would you guess? Uh, over, well, over no, I've got, times, I've got, I've got the exact number right here in front of me. Uh, 17. How about 39. 39. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, right? It does. It does. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> well, we, I hate uh, that we did not get to do your game last week. I mean, obviously you didn't even get to play a game last week and I just wanted to give you an opportunity just to get everybody caught up. I know you did the show, uh, live here in the studio with Jason Bryant. Now, Hey, I appreciate you. I'll slip you that 20 when I see you the next time for, uh, watching him and making sure he didn't leave with a Jersey. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I had to, I had to hook up on him a few times. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But uh, uh, just to catch everybody up, uh, you were supposed to play a Wake Christian last week in an 11-man game. Just let everybody know what happened with that, Coach. Yeah, well, obviously the hurricane. Well, we were not in school on Thursday, so we could not play on Thursday. So we looked at moving the game to Friday. They could not guarantee us officials. And then, so we talked to Wake, and they definitely could play on a Saturday. They were not even sure they were going to be able to play on a Friday. So we decided with officials up in the air, with Wake up in the air, that we would just cancel that game and uh, move on with uh, – we will not be making that game up. But since it was an 11-man game, now we're in conference, eight-man schedule. It's just kind of hard to stick an 11-man game somewhere in the middle of the schedule. So we will not make that one up. Hey, we didn't get to play it, but we have moved on. and have installed our eight man stuff and we're ready to go absolutely as you'll be taking on liberty christian tonight i i gotta ask i mean i and I've, i feel like i've really gotten to know you over the past several years and there had to have been a, a level of disappointment in that and i mean i know as like i said as well as i know you you probably did everything in your power to make that game a possibility but it's got to be a little bit i'm not gonna put words in your mouth how did you feel when you ended up uh, having to just you know, finally just uh, drop the axe and say, hey, we're just not going to be able to play this game. Yeah, obviously, you know, was not, not ideal. Uh, anytime, I don't like bye weeks early in the year. Uh, the only time I like it was late in the year if you're a little banged up, but I really don't like bye weeks, period. So, you know, I think you do better by playing. You know, it's hard to get better without live game reps. I mean, you can try to simulate as much in practice as you can, but it's just different. Uh, you know, can Wake Christian would have been a very evenly matched team. I think it would have been a good test for us. Really hated we didn't get to play that game, but I uh, kind of is what it is. Can't control Mother Nature, can't control some of those outside factors. So we've uh, moved our focus to uh, Liberty. There you go. And on top of that, 
some breaking news from that last week, too, or maybe it was earlier this week. It all runs together when you get old like I am, uh, <laughs> Coach Beeman. But uh turns out the game originally scheduled to be played in Richlands uh, at on their campus. But unfortunately, I, hey, just take it away. What happened with that, Coach? Yeah, their field, uh, you know, obviously their new program and some things that were supposed to happen on the deadline with their field didn't happen. So their field was not in shape, ready to go. So they asked us, could we host? And obviously we graciously agreed. And we're excited to be home at Hodges Field tonight at 7 o'clock. There you go. Now, how does that work? Since you guys are going to be playing at your place this year, will you swap out and play at their place next year? Or do you, contract-wise, do you get to keep your home game against them next no, year? No, we'll get we'll get to keep our home game next next year. Okay. Like I said, I don't know how that works sometimes. I know uh, I've heard of things like that happening in the past, and usually you're able to because it's not your fault that, you know, yeah, that their right. stuff isn't ready. That's okay. Right. Well, very good. If not, if not, it kind of throws the whole scheduling balance. I, you know, I, it messes that up, you know, with home and away. So, yes, we will keep our home game next year with them. Well, Liberty Christian, one of these uh, new programs, and, again, you and I talked about it in the preseason. I believe we've talked about it a couple of times here on uh, the Brian Hanks show too, but uh, one of the, it's exciting. Eight-man football is growing in the state of North Carolina. I mean, you've got Liberty Christian, who's uh, now in your conference. You've got Father Capadano uh, from Vass, who you'll, uh, everybody will get a chance to see here in uh, Kinston on September the 29th. Uh, you've got, uh, who am I forgetting? Sand Hills, Sand Hills Classical. There you go. Thank you, coach. I knew there was one more, but Sand Hills Classical. Yeah. And then hey. there's Berean Christian, who we're not playing, but is all that's in our conference, just in the other division. Hey, but just to give you a chance for folks who maybe didn't hear when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that's got to be exciting that other programs or, or other schools are adding eight-man football, coach. Yes, it is. Uh, like I say, it, it is definitely growing. Uh, I think there's a chance for it to grow even more, and we want to build it. You know, any any school that, that reaches out, you know, we're glad to lend a helping hand, give them advice, things that they should do, and uh, we're, we're glad that Liberty's able to able to field a team. You know, they're not that far down the road in rich lands. I think we can build a nice rivalry with those guys. Hey, I'm gonna. You're the you're the king of the Segway, uh, Coach Beeman, and that's where I'm going to just get you to talk about that a little bit. Again, you know, listen, you know what we've always tried to do here on the show with Bethel, and you know, with their numbers and everything. I mean, that to me is the is the natural rival. You know, five miles is it even five miles away? But you know, with the numbers they've struggled with and everything, sometimes you know that's not going to happen. Whatever, we'll get you know we'll talk about that another. That's a conversation for another day, Coach Beeman, but. Uh, having Richlands that close, you know, or Liberty Christian that close, having these Wilson schools, I mean, it, it really is. Parrot Academy, when I think about Parrot Academy rivals, I got to tell you, I'm thinking of uh, what it had had happened with John Paul over the last couple of years, uh, mm-hmm. although uh, <clears throat> Parrot Academy dominated uh, that rivalry. I do want the record to reflect yeah. that, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Uh, but, but it'll be good to have another natural uh, geographical rival, won't it? Yes, it will. Uh you know, and that's one thing with our program, uh, you know, we've had success and so a lot of people, you know, want to pick our brains and, you know, they want the, to be a rival of Parrot. And I think that's good. You know, we, like I said, if you're everybody's rival, that means you're doing something right. And, you know, so I feel like that's a good thing. I think Liberty's in a good area that they can really grow their football program. Obviously, they're young this year and they're going to take some lumps early, but uh, I think it, it could turn into a really nice natural rivalry. 
Absolutely. And, and again, you couldn't have said it any better, Coach. I mean, right there in Onslow County, we know the amount of football talent that is there in Onslow County. And for them to be able to draw some of that off uh, over at Liberty Christian, they're going to be good in a couple of years. However, not so good this year, Coach. Uh, I mean, already, uh, I guess they scrimmaged against Bethel earlier this year and got outscored five touchdowns to one. They lost 71 to nothing to Rocky Mount Faith Christian uh, last week. I, I got to ask you, Coach, and you're, you're so classy. I mean, I, I know you well enough, and everybody that's coached against you, coached with you, who knows you, now, you're never going to run a, anything up on you. But how, how do you approach a game like this tonight, Coach, when you know – Coach Beeman, that your team is far superior to the team that you're going to be facing on the other side of the field. How how do you approach that game, Coach? I slightly do. Told our guys we got to come up with football. Don't worry about our opponent. Uh, we want to execute, uh, do everything the right way, play with the same intensity, fly to the ball defensively. We want to play pair football, control what we can control, and let the you know rest your chips fall where they may. You know we've got we've repped a lot of more a lot more guys. We've got three different groups that we'll be able to run out there, and then also our JV group of freshmen that we'll be able to run out there. So uh, just got to come out, start fast, kind of put the game away early, and then let some young guys play. I, and I got to think, too, there's got to be the eye on, hey, let's not get anybody hurt tonight. I mean, we know, you know, we've got a pretty good chance to do what we want to tonight, but I got to think there's got to be an eye on that, too, isn't there, Coach? Uh, oh, yes, for sure. You know, obviously, you know, you can't play football worried about getting hurt. But, yeah, obviously, as coaches, we're going to try to put some guys in some good situations, kind of kind of use it as a situation where uh, get some some of the starters some reps and then get them out, let them support their teammates that work hard and help make them better in practice. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, Coach Beeman, like I said, I just I was heartbroken last week that, uh, you know, that we didn't get to do the game. In fact, we just didn't even do a game altogether last week. And uh, what, what did you do with your time off? I got to ask you that. You had uh, Thursday and Friday off. Uh, what, did, what did Coach Beeman do? Uh, what, what did your boys do last week, Coach? I stayed home and I cooked on the grill. <laughs> Wait a <laughs> minute. Enjoyed the night off. Hey, Coach, I, I, I didn't see my invitation to come over. and. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, next time. There you go. Listen, Coach Beeman, I appreciate you joining us this morning. We'll talk to you a little bit later today for the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, too. Thank you so much. Stay healthy tonight, and then we'll uh, be getting you ready for that Rocky Mountain Academy game next week, Coach. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. That's Coach Matt Beeman from uh, Arendelle Parrot Academy joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, I tell you what. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. When we come back, we'll take one last look uh, at sports. We'll get you an update from the uh, FIBA World Cup uh, where uh, the United States is, and Brandon Ingram in the United States is taking on uh, Germany uh, in the semifinals of the FIBA World Cup. And uh, we'll wrap up uh, this week. Uh, we'll wrap up this week. We'll wrap up uh, this Friday show here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, finally Friday. It's football Friday, September the 8th in the year of our Lord 2023. It's now time to play the birthday game. What, what were you just showing me? Two, Two more days until the first NFL Sunday. Well, we had football last night. How'd you feel about last night's game? Look, it, it, was, an, it was a nice little appetizer. Yeah. But... Sunday's the main course, Brian. You know it. I know it. The world knows it. They do, but, dude, Chiefs versus Lions. What more can you say about that, John Dawson? 
Not much, Brian. Back to you. <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? Well, I'm just happy football's back. I'll leave it at that. There you go. So uh, I, I am too, but we've got football Friday night tonight. We're going to be at South and Oral. We've been talking about it throughout the show today. So I'm excited about that. And then tomorrow, ECU's first home game of the year. You're going with me, right, John? Oh, absolutely, Brian. <laughs> What was yeah. that Roy Orbison song in Dreams? That guy? <laughs> Something like that. But based on based what on if I, what if I tell you? I'm just, let me interrupt you, Jonathan. Here what if go. I tell you I will pay for your ticket? And I mean, there are 45 yard tickets, 45 yard line tickets. I mean, halfway. How am I going to fold that? That's a very large ticket. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 45-yard tickets. Oh, good Lord. Impossible to carry. Anyway, uh, you'll be sitting with uh, Danny Rice and, uh-huh. and his wife and me, and we would have a lot of fun. We would, uh, dude, uh, got a great parking space that you only have to walk about. It's not even 100 yards. It's probably like 80 yards to get to your seat. I mean, and you know what? And we're going to tailgate. There will be food there. You want to go with me? It all sounds great except for having to sit through the game part. <laughs> So, so you're, what you're saying is a bunch of roided up football players are going to get a ball and they're going to line up and one side's going to move it maybe a foot, foot and a half. They're going to stop, blow a whistle and stop, set up, do it again, over and over for four hours. I'll say this. If the ECU football team is on steroids, they need a refund based on how they performed last <laughs> weekend. Wow. And... All my ECU listeners, that was Jonathan Massey who said that. Not John Dawson, a proud ECU alum. Yeah, I, I sat next to an ECU football player in college, and uh, first day of economics class, he was there. Last day of economics class, he was there. What about in the middle parts? I, I guess he was uh, on assignment. I don't know. Anyway, great games tonight. And again, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith and myself will be at South Lenore tonight for Richlands at South Lenore. Like I said, we've been talking about it all day. We don't need to keep talking about it. But uh, Paul Whittington in the situation where you guys are, a baby coming any day now. Oh, my. As today is Friday, uh, Friday, Cedric. Cedric the Entertainer? What? Friday, <laughs> September the 8th. Wow, English really is my first language, I promise. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I just got the side eye from Jonathan. It is. But uh, you got what advice? And I'm being very sincere here. What advice would you have for Paul? Start with you, John. I mean, with, I mean, do any day now. First of all, everybody's going to tell you your life is over and you're not going to be able to do anything. And that's a bunch, that's a crock. I mean, my life got better. I mean, I didn't, you, you're going to sit there and look at that kid and you're not going to, you're going to think you're staring at the kid playing for 10 minutes and realize it's two hours. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. What about you? Oh, see, I went with you first because I knew there would be sincerity and heart, you know, mm-hmm. from the heart. Now I'm scared to death to ask Jonathan. Jonathan, what advice would you have for Paul? Uh, this is going to sound weird coming from me, but do the dirty work. Look, Sam's had a, uh, had a long nine months of carrying this kid. It's time for you to pick up a little slack here, maybe change some diapers, clean mm-hmm. bottles, do all the do all the stuff that it's not glamorous. You're not going to have an audience for it. But uh, speaking of somebody who personally thought he was a terrible dad for a while, doing those little things over the years, um, it, it really helps develop a relationship with the kid. And also, if you change, you know, you need. He's wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Who is this Jonathan Massey uh, sitting across from me? I don't know. He got a letter from HR or something. <laughs> 
but as to his point about changing the diapers that is a good idea because at some point that kid's gonna end up changing your diapers <laughs> so you just need to be able to say ah <laughs> <laughs> i did it back in 2023 yep. i love it okay uh, is uh maris is she done with diapers yet or is she still in we're, we're in that transitionary phase okay. um you know you she just turned two for people yeah. who don't know can't always trust a two-year-old brian you can't always trust a two-year-old what about a 54-year-old? Well, we can't trust you for different reasons. <laughs> a legal two-year-old. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, how about that? That's awesome. What, what are you guys doing this weekend, Jonathan? Oh, uh, well, you know <laughs> what I'm right going to be doing. Said Jonathan. Well, technically, you're not wrong. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I watching football. What else am I going to be doing? Spending time with my family? Ha, <laughs> poppycock. See, I knew I knew the, uh, the good times were... Uh, Right around the corner. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, football. I'm with you on that, dude. This is uh, football weekend for sure. Uh, what about you over there, Dizzle? Got to be some album, I'm sure, right? Well, I'm, uh, my buddy John Guy Bart's working on a record. I'm going to help with that. I've got columns to try to move along. You know, just going to hang out with the family. I'm um, going to be out of town for a couple of days coming up, so I'm just going to kind of... Uh, stay at home base and then be gone for a few days. Oh, very good. Well, uh, next week, don't forget, gentlemen, Jonathan Massey throws out the first pitch on Thursday of next week uh, at the uh, Down East Wood Ducks game. Have you been warming up your shoulder, warming up your arm at all? or Not at all. <laughs> are you throwing off the mound or are you throwing off from in front of the mound? I, like I said, I think I'm just going to do from in front of the mound. They got a playoff game. Yeah. This game means a little something. So I'm, uh, I'm not going to dirty up the mound with my – electric uh pitch wind up <laughs> is there going to be an electric pitch wind up no okay anyway there you go uh well jonathan <coughs> you won yesterday I, did. I think you're right i think i do use a different voice when i'm well you have to i mean yeah, yeah. and maybe that's what's kind of straining or whatever okay uh you won yesterday jonathan massey three to two you trail three days to two here in september Tell us about GoEco Office Automation. Well, GoEco Office Automation, they're a fine company, and uh, they're a company that's here to help the community. They want to build the businesses that help uh, form the, the foundation of what is Kinston and the greater Lenore County area. And Jock is just a phone call away. So if you want to get in touch with him, you just need to dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. Back to you, Brian. I love it. It's not transferring that's over. That, that's a shame. That's that black and yellow song, isn't it? The one we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Yes, hold on. Uh, give it just a second. Uh, we stepped out of here. Uh, so we've already heard it. Let's just talk about the birthday. It disconnected from the Roadcaster Pro. But In guess protest. what? We are... <laughs> <laughs> well played well played okay uh, here let's try this again he was born cameron jabril thomas t-o-t-h-o-m-a-z in minote north dakota wait what his his parents were uh he's a military brat so i guess he was an air force child but we know him better as who was it i can't wiz khalifa okay who uh, famously got uh, got uh, arrested in Greenville on pot charges when he was uh, when he played a show at uh, at Dowdy Ficklin? Said he would never come back to Greenville, North Carolina again. 
<laughs> a slow clap over here by John Dawson. So something good came of this. <laughs> you, you can stop clapping now. So all you people have to do in your city is buy this man some weed and you'll, you know. I like Wiz Khalifa. And this is actually, this is a pretty good song. This is a pretty good song. You know who I think I want to hear this song, though? And you should know if you think about it for half a second. A dying Probably. calculator. Probably a Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Your brother? No. Matt Holbrook. Zach Fraley. No, Zach Fraley. Yep. I think of Zach Fraley when I hear this song because he's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. This song is black and yellow, black and yellow, which is. Really? Hold on, chorus. He said it but 75 yeah. times. He looks dyspeptic. Can you blame the man? <laughs> you don't like this either? Not really. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. wait. No, 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 no. Ask me again. Ask me again. Do you like this? Not to listen to. <laughs> there you go. The famous <laughs> John Dawson line there. Okay. Wiz Khalifa. How old is he today there, Jonathan Massey? 32. You say 32. What do you say, John Dawson? 31. He was born September 8th, 1987. Same year I graduated from high school. So uh, he is 36 today. 36. I'm going to pot it down there, John Dawson, okay? Oh, it's, I'm going to cut most of it anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> one to nothing. Uh, <laughs> dude, one to nothing, uh, Jonathan Massey leads. Uh, now, you're going to like this, dude. I, I promise you. This is one band she was in. I think she was in a couple of bands, and she also had, uh, she also did her own thing, too. Oh, Amy Mann. Of? Till Tuesday. Song? Voices Carry. Dude, you're, you're freaking insane. Man. Album? I don't, I don't have the album up here in front of me, so. Uh, I'm not answering the album question from him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Amy Mann. She's great. She had a lot of that big surprise hit with, what was it, Magnolia soundtrack? No label would put it out or something, just like with the Johnny Cash situation we were yeah. talking about. So good for her. Absolutely, but uh, very talented. Yes, yeah, very talented. Uh, Amy Mann over there. Do you know who? You know, not even kinda. Really? Yeah. This was a big old song back in the '80s. What mid to late '80s? I don't think it's been in many commercials that he would have. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Wait a minute, chorus. Keep it down now. Voices carry. You have never heard this song. I can't say I have. Well, you've got a distinct advantage on this one there, uh, John Dawson. Not really, because he knows it's from the 80s, so he knows roughly how old she is. So. Well, you guess. Amy Mann, how old is she today? Sixty-three. Congratulations there, John Dawson. Right on the nose. She was born September the 8th, 1960. Today, Amy Mann is 63. Congratulations, Stu. Thank you very much. Total guess, or you were just putting it in the right? I did some, my version of math. I didn't do Massey level. I just did some math and then guessed from there. Well, there you go. Well, we have another uh, f uh, female musical artist here. She was born. Let me see. Let me find a good song here. I don't think you're a big fan of her, but but she yeah, she's a good <laughs> pop artist. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find the song that I knew. Okay. She was born Alicia Beth Moorhart, but we know her better as. Oh, uh, this is, um, Pink. How in the world are you letting him get pink? That didn't sound right. But you know what I mean? How are you letting him get that when you grew up with pink? And besides, it's not pink anymore. It's P, 
Exclamation point, NK. Pink! <laughs> you did this last year, I think, didn't you? I thought that's what you were leading me uh, to. No, I love it. I forgot. I forgot. So, uh, the alternate lyrics to this were originally, uh, I'm throwing up, so get a mop and bucket. <laughs> I love it. How are you letting him get... Pink. Pink! <laughs> there you go. When you grew up with... Pink! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I was when I was in my formative years, I didn't really listen to Pink. <laughs> I could do this all day. All right, that's awesome. You're right. Get the party started by Pink and uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is she today? Forty-six. You say forty-six. What do you say, John Dawson? Forty-seven. You say. What did you say? Forty-six. You said forty-seven. She was born September the 8th, 1979, so she is 44 today. So uh, you take a two-to-one lead there, Jonathan Maybe Massey. Chick from Four Non Blondes wrote that. I think. Really? I believe so. I, I'm, I'm, a, not, I'm, I'm pink neutral. I don't dislike I, her, but I'm, I don't, you know. I'm not a pop music consumer, so it doesn't yeah. affect me. I mean, honestly, pink wasn't really my cup of tea. <laughs> Oh, my God. This is so much fun. I hope today somebody comes up to you and points at you and makes you yell out, Pink! <laughs> Just from, we're yelling it because her name is spelled <laughs> P exclamation port. Port? Exclamation point. I ain't, yeah, whatever. Oh, God, I love this, man. I love this. Okay, you lead two to one, I've, Jonathan Massey. I've yelled my brain toward loose. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, next up, uh, the only non-musical act of the day, but he could probably do music. Uh, he's a perpetual presidential candidate. He's an independent from Vermont, and he always looks grumpy all the time. Hey, uh, what's our boy uh, that helped form Seinfeld? Oh, you're talking about Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but what's our boy? Larry David. Larry David does the best impression of him, of Bernie Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Does he not just look perpetually grumpy all the time? Both of them. <laughs> well, Larry David, I mean, you can tell his is shtick, but he's he's got it, he's got the voice down. He's got an uncle. He grew up with Bernie Sanders around him. It's not that much of a stretch for him. I love it. I freaking love it. So Bernie Sanders, how old is he today over there with his mittens and scarf on? Uh, John Dawson. <laughs> you know the picture I'm talking about. Yeah. Jonathan's doing okay, the clothes right now. what we're going to do. We're going to give everybody free college. I have no idea how we're going to pay for it, but everybody gets it for free. Yeah. All right. That's um, a pretty doggone good impression there. Bernie Sanders, how old is he today? Uh, 85. You say 85. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 84. He was born uh, September 8th, 1941, so he's only 82. Uh uh, you're going to love this last. Uh, she died in 1963. Pink! <laughs> <laughs> no. Does that make up for it? That does make up for it. Patsy Cline. Okay. Two notes and he knew Crazy. It. Crazy came out in what year? Willie Nelson wrote it. Well, this can't be right. Oh, it's on her greatest hits. That's why. Crazy. <laughs> Because she died in 1963, and this came out in 1967. So uh, there's no way she was around. Exactly. I think it came out as a single before. But no, that. that's what I'm saying, on the Greatest Hits album. Yeah, yeah. It came out in 1967. I want to say. Ah, uh, I, I found the year. You want to guess? 60. 61. Okay, yeah. So uh, Patsy Klein over there, Jonathan Massey, how old would she be? Like I said, she died 60 years ago. So 
how old would she be if she were alive today, Jonathan Massey? Wait a minute, who got uh, Bernie Sanders? I see we were wrapped up today, three to one. Yeah. Am I mistaken in thinking she died fairly young? Yes. I'm mistaken in thinking? Um, she died fairly young. Okay. Not Britney Spears young, but young. That is ironic because Br- Britney Spears has a birthday coming up. You're oh, going to get to hear a quality Britney Spears song. <laughs> Somebody else record one? <laughs> Wait a minute. Ninety-two. You say ninety-two. What do you say, John Dawson? How old would Patsy Cline be if she were alive today? One hundred two. What were you getting ready to say? Ninety-one. If you had said ninety-one, she was. Uh, I thought dude. she was forty-two when she died. No, dude. Reason. Would you believe she was only thirty-one when she died? Oh, okay. So uh, that is crazy. Let me see if it's still up on my calculator. There you go. Well, she was uh, she would be 91 today. So congratulations, Jonathan Massey. What what a way to wrap up the week. Four to one. Uh, it's now tied three days to three. What in the world, John Dawson? Don't let him come back and win this month. Okay. <laughs> Bank. <laughs> I gotta tell you, for me to not really know that much about her, you have to give me credit. I give him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love. It. Wait a minute. I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, local birthdays, only one, and it is awesome. One of my favorite people on the planet, Linda Rouse Sutton. The uh, uh, She is the uh, chairman of the Lenora County Board of Commissioners. She's not, oh, shoot, I thought it was going to say crazy. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, happy birthday, uh, Commissioner Sutton, just absolutely. You want to talk about one of the good guys and uh, or good gals, I love her to death. Thank you for everything you have done for Lenora County, Miss Sutton. Uh, and that's it. Uh, if <laughs> the heck was that? That was my impression of Brian Haynes. Uh, there you go. If today's your birthday, like Linda Rouse Sutton and Patsy Klein and Bernie Sanders, uh, pay for it. I don't know. <laughs> and. Have a great birthday. Oh, my God. This is awesome. Have a great birthday. We will see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Sam Kennison. (laughs) This is my challenge to you, okay? When you see John Dawson out and about today, point at him and just make him yell pink at you because that, that would just be awesome. So please, 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 if you see him out and about, make him say pink to you. Uh, hey, another birthday that we didn't get in there, a local birthday, James Wilson, who works over at the church that uh, Linda works at. He used to uh, work at Kinston High School for years and years and years. He's a faithful listener to the Brian Hanks Show. Happy birthday, James. I hope you're having a good birthday. Uh, I asked Linda how old you were, James, and she said, I have no idea. I'm going to guess, though. I'm going to say, uh, how about 62? We'll see how close I am, but uh, happy birthday, James. And again, uh, thank you to our good friend Jacques Passleg and Gawico Office Automation for being the uh, title sponsor of the of the uh, of the birthday game every day here on the show. Try to get uh, I got to tell you, I'm having trouble finding somebody to go with me to uh, the ECU game tomorrow. Linda was originally going because you know we got season tickets. We got great season tickets. Well, she's on baby watch, so she can't go. Uh, then Paul was going to go. Paul Whittington, who was our first hour guest, was going to go with me. Well, now he can't because obviously. 
<laughs> he is daddy. He's got to be there, so he can't go. Then uh, I, I contacted a couple of friends and uh, got a, well, I, I got to uh, say Jacques Pasolek, uh, and Jacques put me on hold for a little bit. and was like, well, hell no, he can't go. So now looks like I'm going to be going to the ECU football game by myself, unless you want to go, Keith Spence. But, uh, hey, if you want to go to the game with me tomorrow, I've got great tickets. I'm not going to charge you for it. You can go with me, or I'll just sit there by myself. Although I get to sit behind uh, Danny and Johnny Rice, so – uh, that, that'll be fun. I, you know what, regardless, it's going to be a good game tomorrow. ECU versus Marshall, Dowdy Ficklin stadium, first kick or first kick. I'm thinking about first pitch kickoff is at, uh, at four o'clock. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I love a four o'clock game. I know a lot of people love the seven thirty games and getting out there late and, you know, uh, you know, sitting in the parking lot all day and, uh, uh, sipping on uh, their favorite beverage, but I like a four o'clock game. I mean, you know, that means you get out there, maybe noonish one, uh, hang out. Just, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to hanging out with Danny and Johnny and, uh, just having a good time tomorrow out at, uh, at Dowdy Ficklin. But man, there is so much going on. You idiots that say there's nothing that goes on in Kinston or Eastern North Carolina. You're crazy. So many things to choose from tomorrow. As Greg Clements said in our first hour, you've got uh, Down East Wood Ducks tomorrow, and it's a jersey giveaway and a sweet jersey giveaway tomorrow too. Uh, first pitch for that game is at 5 o'clock, but uh, gates open at 4. If you're a season ticket holder, you get there at 3.30, you're in good shape to get your free jersey. Uh, so... It, it, there's that tomorrow. Then I was telling you about what's happening at the gate tomorrow night at six, uh, that we've got, uh, Lenore County Sheriff, Jackie Rogers and, uh, the police chief, the Kenston police department chief, uh, Keith Goyette. I'm, I'm sorry. I've got to admit, I was listening to the birthday game there and I, I Linda brought me a biscuit and brought me some uh, breakfast. And so I was eating. So uh, I'm sorry that I'm sitting here uh, burping and stuff on there. I know it's really professional radio, right? Uh, but, uh, so, uh, you've got that tomorrow night at the gate at six. So just so many things going on. It's the first weekend of NFL football, just absolutely positively, I'm just geeked about all that. Okay. Hey, I got to tell you this too. Uh, Linda and I yesterday, we went to go uh, order our invitations over at Monroe Magic. Laura Monroe, uh, it's on Heritage Street. Good people. And guess what? All their equipment in there was GoEco office uh, equipment. Uh, there was some kind of, they had a nice printer. They had all kinds of stuff. So, man, go e everywhere I go, I see GoEco. Hey, Jacques, that sounds like an ad. We ought to make that an ad. Hey. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Thank you to Paul Whittington. It is Baby Watch 2023. Thank you to Will Harrell from South North, Matt Beeman from Parrot Academy. Uh, man, I can't wait to see you. We'll be back on the air here at 5 o'clock for the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show and then kick off myself and Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs>